Welcome to episode two of the Web Law Firm OUI podcast. This podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship. You will not become a client until a written contract is agreed to between the host and the listener. This podcast conveys only general legal information. Every legal situation is different due to changing laws and the facts of the case. If you have a question, do not hesitate to call us at 207 283 6400. So today we're going to have a general discussion about dispositional conferences. You'll recall in episode one, we talked about arraignments and how they work. You'll also recall that in the majority of misdemeanor arraignments, your president is not required if your attorney entered their appearance and entered a plea of not guilty on your behalf. However, in the dispositional conference, your presence is required unless excused by the court. To be excused by the court, your attorney must file a motion laying out the facts and circumstances surrounding why your attendance should be excused. In my practice, quite often, I represent merchant marine officers who are out to sea on merchant ships in the course of their employment. It's pretty tough to be at your dispositional conference when you're in the Indian Ocean. Several days after your arraignment, you or your attorney will receive the upcoming dates from the clerk's office in the unified criminal docket in your case. You'll receive a date for your dispositional conference, a date for your motion day, and a date for jury selection. Obviously, if any of those dates are moved or your case is continued, very often those dates will be reset. However, the initial dates from the clerk give you a timeline that your case will follow. So let's talk about how the dispositional conference works. I always stress to my clients that the dispositional conference is the second major event in their court case. By the time we get to the dispositional conference, we'll have in our possession the majority of the discovery, which includes police reports, audio and videotapes, laboratory results, and toxilizer maintenance records, and certified driving records just by way of example. There are times when new discovery is given to us at the dispositional conference, but those times are rare. In operating under the influence cases, oftentimes the Bureau of Motor Vehicles hearing has been held, and we have a really good understanding of the case. It's to everyone's advantage to have the Bureau of Motor Vehicles hearing, or as we generally call them, DMV hearings, before the dispositional conference because many of the issues that appear in the police reports and the chemical tests are examined closely and clarified through physical evidence, testimony from the arresting officer, if applicable, the breath test operator, and thorough cross-examination of all witnesses by the defense attorney. Although it varies from court to court, generally the assistant district attorney assigned to your case will invite your attorney to come speak to them. Or in other courts, there's a sign-up sheet, and the cases are called by the ADA off the list. Since you are represented by counsel, you will wait in the hallway of the courtroom while your attorney speaks with the ADA that has your case. Generally, the ADA will lay out how they see the case, ask questions, and then allow your attorney to put forth their take on the case. Often experienced counsel will have provided information and given the ADA their view of the case by letter or email prior to the dispositional conference. 
in some jurisdictions with some ADAs, this method works very well. At some point during the meeting, except in cases with extenuating circumstances, the ADA will give your attorney an offer on the case. Once you have had an opportunity to review the offer with your attorney, the attorney may go back and bargain further, and there may be a continued back and forth between the parties. If the parties don't agree, then the two attorneys will go out back and have a conference with the judge in chambers. The ADA and your defense attorney will each have a turn at laying out the case to the judge, and the judge will ask questions and give her view of the case, and many times will try to move one or both of the parties in a direction that facilitates a resolution. It is the classic technique of getting to yes. If an agreement is reached, a plea will be done that day, or at least scheduled for the near future. If not, then typically, and I will say there are exceptions to every case, typically defense counsel will file the appropriate motions, such as a motion to suppress evidence, and the hearing date for those motions that were just filed will be held on the hearing date that the clerk gave us after the arraignment date. Remember, even if you do not prevail on motion day, many times a new round of negotiation will start as a result of the testimony obtained during the motion. One fact worth noting for clients and pro se defendants alike is that you will never leave the courthouse until you are released by the judge. By that I mean the judge has granted a continuance or acknowledged what date the motions will be heard or in cases where motions are not required, the date you need to come back for jury selection. Sometimes your case will be set for a plea on what's known as a miscellaneous day. A miscellaneous day is used by the court to set pleas, have bail arguments, or engage in other court functions that must be resolved. So in summary, most cases get resolved on the dispositional conference day. If not completely resolved, the case is well on its way to resolution, a motion hearing, or trial, particularly if you are fortunate enough to have your DMV hearing prior to the dispositional conference day. That concludes our discussion of dispositional conference days in court. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please call the Webb Law Firm located at 16 Middle Street in downtown Saco, Maine, and we will be happy to discuss your case. Remember, the first consultation is free, and we can speak to you in person or by phone.